0: You're DIY. Health radio. Your are DIY. Health radio. Your
1: are
2: DIY. Health radio. Sergeant Jim Brown. If you can call me sorry. On the Truth Frequency Radio Network, I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram Retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Thursday, July 30th, 2020. And this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain the the good health, and when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now, you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information on that site. All the product lines we talk about are there. The Longevity Nutritional Supplements, the CTFO CBD Oils, the Stem Enhance Ultra by Cerule, the uh, X39 Patch by LifeWave, the Pulse Electromagnetic Therapy Unit that you can find under the Circulation section of the Trinity of Health tab, and last but not least, the Coffee I Drink, Gano Excel Classic. It's all there. It's all. Everything has money-back guarantees. Anything you buy helps support the show. And if you have any questions about anything, feel free to click the contact me button, send an email or call and leave a message. And we'll get back with you as quickly as possible, usually within a few hours. And we'll do everything we can to get you on the right track and get your questions answered and help you out any way we can. Also, uh, click the radio shows tab. And at the top of the page, you'll see our archive page set up through castbox.fm. And all the shows I do are archived there. There's over 300 shows up there right now. if you scroll down a little further, you'll see the information on the shows. We have two different shows we do on two different networks, both called Your DIY Health, but uh, all the information on each one is there how to listen uh, and all the replays like I said are on the cast box. And then down at the bottom of the page, you'll see the uh, page for our or the link to our Facebook page. And we uh, definitely want you to go there, check things out. We've been posting a lot of stuff up there lately. Lots of interesting stuff going on. <laughs> And uh, we just encourage you to check things out. Now, keep in mind topics discussed and opinions mentioned on the show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Truth Frequency Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say on the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping-off point to do your own due diligence and research so that you can make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. And the number to call into the show is 833-TFR-LIVE, 833-837-5483, 833-837-5483, or 833-TFR-LIVE. All righty then, let's see here. Man, we're in the last couple days of July, first month of the second half of 2020, and uh, my goodness, this year is going by quick. <laughs> of course, with everything that's going on, couldn't go, <laughs> it wouldn't it make me happy if it go by a whole lot quicker. That's for sure. Um, let's see here. Just checking things and trying to Oh, There we are. Do, 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 Trying to get stuff cleared up on the screen so I have more room to work. There we go. And, uh, you know, like I said, there's a lot of stuff going on. One of the things that's really been happening lately is uh, there's a A lot of stuff going on right now about a bunch of doctors who showed up in Washington, D.C. on Monday. (laughs) And they really got things wound up. A group of doctors calling themselves Frontline Doctors. I don't know uh, the official title, but there was a whole bunch of them. And a couple that were uh, really stood out. One, a real fireball by the name of... um, uh, What's your... Man, I'm having our time. All of a sudden, her first name's escaping me. Mean, last name is Emmanuel. And uh, just a phenomenal uh, lady from uh, West Africa, uh, originally from Cameroon, went to school, went to medical school in Nigeria. And she calls it like she sees it, doesn't pull any punches. But basically, uh, they were there pretty much to say that hydroxychloroquine works, which is, you know, if you've been listening to this show at all, I've been saying that for the last several months. Um, You can tell that it works because everybody in the lamestream media, um, big uh, tech, big pharma, everybody's trying to make this information go away. (laughs) So that tells me that it's extremely truthful. And uh, they had, uh, I think it was Breitbart that originally uh, shot the video and uploaded it and they actually aired it live and it had somewhere or between 16 and 20 million hits or views before it was taken down it was also shared several hundred thousand times and luckily uh, I got wind of it and downloaded the uh, stuff before it was made to disappear from the internet so I uh, posted it on my website it's about halfway down you know you'll see the covid-19 pa- section of the of the homepage Just go to yourdiyhealth.com, scroll down about halfway, and you'll start seeing all the stuff, and you can't miss it. Uh, The first one, uh, they're right above the first video. There's a couple of paragraphs in blue and black explaining what's going on and that kind of thing. And then the full message that they had, which is about, uh, I think, 45 minutes long, if I remember right, uh, they also did another one inside somewhere that was a little over two hours. I did download it, but I haven't look, put it on my website just because the amount of data or space it takes up. I only have a certain amount of memory that I can use, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, the, uh, the first video they did on Monday is there. And then right below it is the one they did on Tuesday because when they got wind of the first one being taken down, they decided to go back a second time and uh, do it again. And this time it was about a 25-minute long deal. And I'm going to play some just some short clips of uh, both of those, and uh, we're going to have a chance to chat about it. But, um, you know, I am not going over to the dark side by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not shifting from natural to allopathic medicine, so don't get that uh, mistake. But the thing is, you know, and I say this all the time, MDs are wrapped around the axle of their training. The only places they're really good is in surgery when it's absolutely positively necessary, and a handful of infectious diseases, which this is. And it just so happens that the protocols that they're pushing are, for the most part, right on the money. There are There's very little downside. It's not like a, a chronic health issue where someone gets stuck on a drug for the rest of their life that doesn't cure their c- condition. It basically you know, minimizes or diminishes their symptomology and they're stuck on it for the rest of their life. You know, it's like these idiots that put you on uh, statin drugs, which nobody should be on. And then the statin drug turns around and causes type two diabetes and a whole bunch of other problems over the, t- over time. And within two to five years on average. And basically it's a life sentence, a death sentence, really. But in this case, this is a situation where they're actually using a drug that's been around for 60-some years. Uh, very, very safe. Um, this uh, Dr. Emmanuel, you know, when she was in West Africa, I mean, they gave it to babies and all kinds of stuff. Because over there, malaria is a big problem. And that's what the drug was originally designed for. So um, when she heard these idiots, you know, saying that, oh, yeah, it could cause cardiovascular problems and all this other junk, she's like, what? <laughs> this stuff is as safe as it comes. And and that's the thing. It's safer than aspirin and it's not going to hurt you. And taking it for a short period of time to deal with this particular issue, then the problem's cured and you're done. You stop taking it. That's the way a doctor should function. So, you know, as far as allopaths go in this particular case, they're on track you know i would prefer that they would say something about boosting the immune system and vitamin c and other things and 90 essential nutrients preferably but they aren't trained in that they are trained in drugs and at least these people are on the right track with a drug that works you know if it's done properly 100% of the time and it's very very inexpensive and it uh, and there's no real downside now, couple that with what Fauci and the American Murder Association and the CDC are pushing, the remdesivir and, uh, you know, ventilation, you know, uh, intubation with ventilators. I mean, that kind of that's flat out malpractice. Um, but there are people and and you can tell that they are, they're on the right track because their information is being squelched every time they turn around. There's a doctor out of uh, Texas I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, but I caught an interview and downloaded that, too, where um, he's been using inhaled steroids, basically a 20-some-year-old asthma medication with a nebulizer, and he gets extremely rapid results with 100% uh, cure rate as well. Uh, one of his patients is someone who's been dealing with a couple of different kinds of cancer and is going through radiation and chemo, you know, <laughs> talk more about that later, but um, in the course of a weekend, she was cured using this inhaled steroid, so that's pretty cool, and again, something that's proven, tested, and safe, uh, very inexpensive, because, and that's the thing, this stuff is all out of patent, and because of that, it can be made generically for very, very little expense at all, And this is the problem, because the people that are running this whole fiasco are doing it for two main reasons. Number one is to get rid of Trump. Number two is make as much money as they possibly can while they're getting rid of Trump. Your health and welfare is not the least bit of their concern. They're basically trying to enrich themselves, which is what Fauci is all about. And he has definite conflict of interest. And for that reason alone, the sucker should not have anything to do with Advising the president or the American people on anything. Now, it's my understanding there are legal cases that are going on right now to try and get him out of there. But of course, you know we know how the legal system works. Uh, this thing could be over for five years before they finally get uh, Fauci out of there legally. But the bottom line is, you know, the you know he's basically pushing things that he's got a financial interest in. He's involved with the company that makes Remdesivir. You know, it's a failed drug that they originally tried to roll, roll out years years ago for AIDS. And every time something else comes along, they try it for that, too. And it just doesn't doesn't do it where they've got something. You know, but the thing is, is it's still in, you know, its patent is still valid. So if they can find some way to, you know, make this the product for treating uh, COVID-19, they're going to do it because they're going to make lots of money off of it. You know, with with, uh, hydroxychloroquine, not at all. They don't have anything in it because it's generic and it's, you know, literally pennies a dose. And there's tons of it out there. You know, I guess the uh, government's sitting on like 63 million doses, and they should start making that available for those that want it. But the thing is, you know, I still say, you know, nutrition is the way to go, boost your immune system naturally, and uh, none of this is an issue. But for those that have let them selves go physically and are wrapped around the allopathic axle because of years and years of programming you know at least this is a good solid treatment that you get on you knock the thing out and you're off of it so again uh, for that reason what they're pushing here has merit Um, they've had great results And uh, not just the doctors that are here, but other doctors around the country, literally hundreds or thousands of them have been doing the same thing as much as they can. The problem is, is you're running into problems with being able to get this stuff. Like here in Ohio, just the last day or two, our idiot governor um, through the uh, Ohio Board of Pharmacy basically gave uh, pharmacists the ability to deny prescriptions of hydroxychloroquine written by a physician for someone who has COVID-19 and that's never been done before. Doctors are extremely ticked off about this because they're seeing a major disruption and violation of the doctor patient relationship. So that's, that's just one more thing to say that how well the stuff works. You know, they claim that it's because it's not right. Right. And you know, these doctors are, uh, going to harm their patients. Well, the doctors are more concerned about their patients than the, than the government is. I guarantee you that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, these doctors are honestly concerned about their patients. So let's listen And this, uh, this first clip is um, Dr. Emmanuel, and she's, this is from Monday's uh, show. So I'm going to play this and uh, see what she has to say.
3: Um, I'm Dr. Stella Emanuel. I'm a primary care physician in Houston, Texas, you know, um, I actually uh, went to medical school in West Africa, Nigeria, where I took care of malaria patients, treated them with hydroxychloroquine and stuff like that. So I'm actually used to these medications. I'm here because I have personally treated over 350 patients with COVID. Patients that have diabetes, patients that have high blood pressure, patients that have um, asthma, all people. I think my oldest patient is 92, 87-year-olds. And the result has been the same. I put them on hydroxychloroquine, I put them on zinc, I put them on Zitromax, and they are all well. For the past few months, I've taken care of over 350 patients. We've not lost one. Not a diabetic, not a somebody with high blood pressure, not somebody with asthma, not an old person. We've not lost one patient. And on top of that, I've put myself, my staff, and many doctors that I know on hydroxychloroquine for prevention, because by the very mechanism of action, it works early and as a prophylaxis. We see patients, 10 to 15 COVID patients every day. We give them breathing treatments. We only wear surgical masks. None of us has gotten sick. It works. So right now, I, I came here to Washington DC to say, America, nobody needs to die. The, 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 the study that made me start using hydroxychloroquine was a study that they did in under the NIH in 2005 that say it works. Recently, I was doing some research about a patient that had hiccups, and I found that they even did a recent study in the NIH, which is our National Institute, um, that is the, the, the National, NIH, National Institute of, of Health. They actually had a study, i go look it up, type hiccups and COVID, you will see it. They treated a patient that had hiccups with hydroxychloroquine, and it proved that COVID is a symptom of, hydroxy, of, of uh, hiccups, it's a symptom of, of COVID. So if the NIH knows that treating the patient with hydroxychloroquine proves that hiccup is a symptom of COVID, then they definitely know that hydroxychloroquine works. I'm upset. Why I'm upset is that I see people that cannot breathe. I see parents walk in. I see diabetics sit in my office knowing that this is a death sentence and they can't breathe. And I hug them and I tell them, it's going to be okay. You're going to leave. And we treat them and they leave. None has died. So if some fake science, some person sponsored by all these fake pharma companies comes out and say, oh, we've done studies and they found out that it doesn't work, I can tell you categorically it's fake science. I want to know who is sponsoring that study. I want to know who is behind it. Because there is no way I can treat 350 patients and counting and nobody is dead. And they all did better. And then you're going to tell me that you treated 20 people, 40 people, and, and it didn't work. I'm a true testimony. So I came here to Washington, D.C., to tell america nobody needs to get sick this virus has a cure it is called hydroxychloroquine zinc and zitromax i know you people want to talk about masks hello you don't need masks there is a cure i know they don't want to open schools no you don't need to, people to be locked down there is prevention and there is a cure and let me tell you something all you fake doctors out there that tell me oh yeah i want a double-blinded studies i just tell you speak sounding like a computer double-blinded double blinded, is I don't know whether your chips are malfunctioning, but I'm a real doctor. I have radiologists. We have plastic surgeons. We have neurosurgeons like Sanjay Gupta saying, oh, yeah, it doesn't work and it causes heart disease. Let me ask you, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, hear me. Have you ever seen a COVID patient? Have you ever treated anybody with hydroxychloroquine and they died from heart disease? When you do, come and talk to me because I sit down in my clinic every day and I see this patient walk in every day, scared to, scared to death. I see people driving two, three hours to my clinic because some ER doctor is scared of the Texas board or they are scared of something and they will not prescribe medication to these people. I tell all of you doctors that are sitting down and watching Americans die, you're like the good Nazi, the good one, the good Germans that watch Jews get killed and you do not speak up. If they come after me, they threaten me, they've threatened to, I mean, I've gotten all kinds of threats, or they're going to report me to the boards. They're gonna, I say, you know what, I don't care. I'm not going to let Americans die. And if this is the mountain, if this is the hill where I get nailed on, I will get nailed on it. I don't care. You can report me to the board. You can kill me. You can do whatever. But I'm not going to let Americans die. And today I'm here to say it, that America, there is a cure for COVID. All this foolishness, it's not, does not need to happen. There is a cure for COVID. There is a cure for COVID. It's called hydroxychloroquine. It's called zinc. It's called Zitromax. And it is time for the grassroots to wake up and say, no, we're not going to take this any longer. We're not going to die. Because let me tell you something. When somebody is dead, they are dead. They're not coming back tomorrow to have an argument. They're not coming back tomorrow to discuss the double-blinded study and the data. All of you doctors that are waiting for data, if six months down the line, you actually found out that this data shows that this medication works, how about your patients that have died? You want a double-blinded study where people are dying? It's unethical. So, guys, we don't need to die. There is a cure for COVID. Oh, my gosh.
4: Dr. Emmanuel, also known as Warrior. Uh, Before (laughs) I introduce the next guest, I just want to say that I wish all doctors that are listening to this bring that kind of passion to their patients, and the study that Dr. Emmanuel was referring to is in virology, which talks about a SARS a viral epidemic that affects the lungs that came from China, and they didn't know what would work. The study showed that chloroquine would work. It sounds exactly like it could have been written three months ago, but in fact, that study in virology, which was published by the NIH, the National Institute of Health, when Dr. Anthony Fauci was the director, again, the official publication of the NIH, virology, 15 years ago showed that chloroquine We use hydroxychloroquine. It's the same, a little safer. Works. They proved this 15 years ago when we got this novel coronavirus, which is not that novel. It's 78% similar to the prior version, the COVID-1. Not surprisingly, it worked.
1: asked me to talk about the lockdowns how effective they were and do they cause anything non-financial they always talk about the financial but you have to realize that lockdowns we haven't taken a 21 trillion dollar economy and locked it down so when you lock it down it causes public health issues our suicide hotlines are up 600 percent our spousal abuse different areas of alcoholism are all on the rise. These are public health problems from a financial lockdown. So we have to be clear on that fact that there is, it's not like you just lock it down and have consequences to the, people's jobs. They also have consequences, health consequences at home. So we're, you know, uh, we're talking about having a little more of a measured approach, a consistent approach. If we have another spike you know, coming in cold and flu season, Let's do something that's sustainable. What's sustainable? Well, we can, uh, we can socially distance and wear some masks, but we can also open the schools and open businesses. So this measured approach I'm talking about isn't made up. It's going on in Sweden. And their deaths are about 564 per million. UK, full lockdown, 600 deaths per million. So we're seeing that the lockdowns aren't decreasing significantly the amount of deaths per million. Some of their Nordic neighbors have less deaths for a variety of reasons I don't have time to go into today. So what my quick message here in a minute or two is just that we need to take an approach that's sustainable. A sustainable approach is slowing things down, opening up schools, opening up businesses, and then we can allow the people to have their independence and their personal responsibility to choose to wear masks and socially distance, as opposed to putting edicts on them, you know, kind of uh, controlling them. Let's empower them with data and let them study what other countries have done and make their own decision. That's what I'd like to share. Thank you.
2: we only got about a minute and a half or so before the break, <clears throat> but we'll look sm- some more of this uh, afterwards. But um, you can see it. Uh, Stella Emanuel, <laughs> she's fired up. I like this lady. Um, and she, you know, and pray for these people. You know, when they go out like this, their lives are in danger. There's no question because the people behind this thing are not going to let a bunch of little doctors get in their way of the control and the money that they stand to gain uh, if this is allowed to continue and uh, each one of these people are they've got a target on their backs so uh, if you're one to pray make sure you're praying for these folks Uh, it's um, it's an interesting situation but the fact is that you know at least there's some people out there and this is just the tip of the iceberg from what i understand there are hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of physicians nationwide that are doing the same thing. Uh, maybe not um, as boisterously, they're probably trying to fly under the radar as best they can, but um, who knows? At least they're doing the right thing for their patients as far as you know, their training, and, uh, and basically their abilities will allow them. Now again, if they knew anything about nutrition, they know that all this stuff is totally unnecessary, you know, and, you know, Dr. Manuel says there's a cure when, in fact, there are many cures. However, there's only one so far that allopathic medicine has come across. But when you get outside of that allopathic box and look at all the things uh, that are available in nature, you'll find essential oils like... Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it, um, Oregano, clove, knocks all that stuff out. Little silver, chlorine dioxide. This goes on and on and huh? on. So stick with us. We'll be back in three minutes. What do you want? All that's crazy.
5: You are now tuned into the Truth Frequency. Your protection from
6: deception. T F R. Truth Frequency Radio. Turn on your TV, and all you ever see is
7: ask your doctor if it's right
8: for you and me.
6: So when you ask your doctor, what do you
0: think he'll say?
6: Of course it's right, you dummy. Let's get you hooked on it today.
0: Wake up, you're being screwed.
6: Pharmaceutical drug guys can be so rude. They don't care if you live or you die, long as they get their piece of pie. Mm -hmm.
2: Welcome back to the second segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. And uh, before the break, we were listening to some of the um, uh, video of um, the 12 or the doctors at Washington, D.C., who are uh, talking about hydroxychloroquine. And uh, the interesting thing. Is that number one? They're using this thing, they're out front, you know, like they say, frontline doctors. They're actually treating patients. Uh, the one doctor, uh, Dr. Manuel, that we just heard before the break, has treated over 350 patients, and all you know, many of them with underlying causes high, you know, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, obesity, that kind of thing. And uh, extremely high ages, uh, I think she said the oldest was like 91 or 92, and seven, some, some several in 70s and 80s, and every single one of them has recovered. That's 100% cure rate, and that's what it is. It's a cure. Now, the FDA says nothing but a drug can cure something, but even here, they have a hissy fit if you say there's a cure because that just you know flies in the face of their agenda which is total control, lockdown, and um, subjugation of the American public. And uh, these guys have, are basically the fly in the ointment. They're the monkey wrench that's going to screw everything up because the whole goal here is, you know, number one, treat people with an extremely expensive drug, and number two, keep everybody locked down until there is a vaccine and then make lots of money off of vaccines and watch people die from that. But the whole thing is control, and that's their agenda. And if there is a cure in hydroxychloroquine or vitamin C or uh, colloidal silver or any other of the things out there and word gets out, then their whole apple cart is upset. No more making lots of money, no more killing lots of people, no more controlling everybody, no more locking everything down and keeping people huddled in their basements. And that's just not going to be allowed you know that's the problem, and that's why Fauci is there running roughshod over all this. And uh, I'm hoping, I pray every day that Trump will see the light and get rid of that little turd. Uh, I call him Fauci the Ferengi. Uh, if you remember Star Trek: Next Generation, the Ferengis were little goobers that were running around, always looking to make a deal and make money off of things. You know, basically, and that's what Fauci, you know, Fauci is. I've actually posted some pictures the other day on Facebook that, uh, with him and uh, Ferengi next to him, each other, <laughs> comparing them. But um, it's, it's crazy. You know. And uh, I get a kick out of it because this is the one time where this is the last bastion. you know. I, I'm looking in the chat room. Pink Panther just said, time to become an expat. I said, good luck with that because you're going to find that there ain't a place in the, in the world, except maybe Sweden now, And I'll tell you what, if you go to Sweden just to avoid this stuff, you're getting into a whole new can of worms. Otherwise, because that country, you know, the only thing that Sweden has done right in the last hundred years (laughs) is their reaction to COVID-19. You know, if you want 80 percent tax rate and total control otherwise, go to Sweden. But the problem is, is most places in this in the country, in the world, you know, I'm currently, you know, I've been following some people. who have been, uh, you know, sailing, you know, they're, they're sailboat uh, people. They call them cruisers, and they're, you know, just cruising around the world and going to different places, and several of them that I'm following now, I got one couple that are stuck in Panama, one couple's stuck. They just finally got out of um, uh, New Zealand, and they're heading to Fiji. Um, but the re- the things that they have to do just to be able to leave New Zealand and go to Fiji, Fiji won't let anybody in unless they have a – Negative COVID 19 test. You know, I was scheduled to go to Hawaii for three weeks in September, and I just canceled it the other day because Hawaii will not let you in unless you have had a a negative COVID 19 test within 72 hours of your arrival. Otherwise, you have to quarantine in your room for 14 days. And I'm not going to go to Hawaii for three weeks and spend two of it sitting in a room, and I am not going to take a COVID test, period. Uh, number one, they get your DNA. And number two, um, the vast majority of those tests are tainted. Many of them are. And you're likely to show up positive even though you're not. Uh, it's ab- absolutely crazy. But I'm I'm not real uh, positive towards becoming an expat at this point. You know, I've got a friend who's in Ecuador. Um, and he can't leave the house basically without a mask. He doesn't drive. He you know, he has, a, has Uber pick him up and take him to the grocery store once a week. And he has to wear a mask in the Uber car. And then he has to wear a mask in the store. And uh, about the only time he doesn't have a mask is if he's in a restaurant eating. Um, and most of those are closed except for the outdoor ones. So it's, you know, going somewhere else and hoping to have more freedom than you have here. I'm, I'm not seeing it. The other thing is is the the ability to travel. You know, Gates is pushing for this you know uh, vaccination ID kind of thing uh, or vaccine passport or whatever it's called. But basically, that's what they're leaning towards. Um, and who knows if if they'll ever get it or not, but there's there's a big push for that kind of thing. And you know inter, inter, interstate, You know, you might know within the U.S. you can probably, you know, do things okay at least for the time being. But when you talk about international travel, uh, virtually any place you try and go, if you can go at all, you've got to have a test, a negative test before they let you in. Now, whether they're going to release or reduce those uh, requirements down the road, it's hard to say, but um, it would be difficult to become an expat right now because (laughs) you wouldn't be able to get in anywhere. You know, and of course, with the number of positive tests the U.S. has, most countries are saying, no, you can't come in here if you're from the U.S. They're doing the same thing to us that we did to them, you know, or a lot of the countries, you know, China and U.K. and EU. Uh, they're doing it to us now. So it's, it's nuts. And none of the tests work. Um, one of the people that's really been watching this closely is John Rappaport uh, from nomorefakenews.com. He's been researching this stuff for 30 some years and uh, he just posted, I think it was yesterday in his blog, another thing about the PCR tests and showing how worthless they are. So we don't have an accurate test at this point that truly tests for this particular disease. It's just a general thing that if you've had a, a flu shot, if you've had the flu, um, any number of things can cause this thing to trigger positive. And then of course, the tainted test, which will test positive every time, whether they have your material or not, <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, you know, who knows when, you know, what's going to happen. It's, it's just uh, it's not everything's up in the air at this point. So I, I basically changed my travel arrangements from Hawaii, which is very restrictive. I'm, I'm going to this Tennessee in uh, the same basic time frame for a couple of weeks because thank goodness down there they're not requiring anything. You know they're they're almost as open as South Dakota. At least the um, the governor down there isn't requiring face masks and that kind of crap. So because uh, they realize the vast majority of their you know business is all tourist, especially this time of year. And if they have things locked down, people ain't going to go. And I tried calling one of my timeshares the other day to see if there's any time available, and they said we're booked up. I think the first openings were like December, because so many people can don't want to fly, so they're all looking at the regional areas. And anybody that lives on the you know eastern section, you know east of the Mississippi, is looking at you know the Smoky Mountains and you know, Michigan and places that they can go. And of course, Michigan they don't want to go because of the idiot up there with Gretchen Whitmer, <laughs> all of her uh, restrictions. So the Smokies is a big place. Luckily, my other timeshare there. The, our, our place was available the two weeks that we wanted so cool we're in but uh it's um it's going to be interesting and i'm i'm you know the only reason i booked it was because my wife is you know burned out and wants to travel somewhere i really am not crazy about it at this point because of all the different things going on um i'm not a fan at this point of traveling uh Because I know that there's going to be more and more stuff rolled out, you know, as time goes on, um, right up to the election. You know, we're going to see more and more who knows what stuff going on. Uh, And I hate to be, you know, six hours away from home if the crap really hits the fan. But I guess we're going to take the chance, or at least for now, you know, if something big comes down, I did get the travel insurance. So uh, luckily, if uh, something goes haywire... I can call and cancel and it's not going to cost me anything, but uh, who knows? Let's see what pink Panther says. Rappaport made a great point when he said that this pandemic was uh, so bad. People would be puking, passing out and dying in the streets. (laughs) And that's more from the five G technology than anything else. But, uh, and that's another thing that five G's being rolled out, which, you know, is the same type of uh, symptomology when you get screwed up with five G as, is the, uh, so-called COVID-19. So who knows if they're linked or not or what's going on there, but um, we'll just have to deal with it as time goes on. The big problem is the the level of uh, panic that's going on. You know, last night at church, one of, the, one of our ladies uh, uh, works at one of the local schools, and they're discussing reopening, and she's constantly taking calls from people, parents that are just absolutely beside themselves they're scared to death because they're watching tv all the time and the first thing i tell them to turn off their freaking tvs for one thing but um, they don't know what to do they're scared you know they're you know the kids are they know the kids will probably be okay but then they've got you know grandparent you know the mom and dad um, who are up in the years have uh, leukemia and they would be just devastated if the children weren't allowed to visit the grandkids because they're afraid of, you know, passing something on. And they're, you know, they're listening to the wrong sources for their information is the key, which is always the problem. And, uh, but just to listen to what she had to say, you know, is just, it's sad. And then yesterday, uh, John Rappaport was on uh, Alex Jones' show the last hour, and he was talking about opening the schools and a potential scenario that could very conceivably happen is once the schools are open back up, then all of a sudden you have, you know, of a, a school, of you know, 2000 kids or something, two or three of them will test positive, which is a drop in the bucket. No big deal. I mean, you wouldn't close the school if a couple of kids got uh, the flu, but in this case, they'd have a freak out. And, of course, in that case, what they do is they lock the school down and say that, you know, tell all the parents the kids are stuck here. We've got, you know, cots and we got food for them and all this kind of stuff. But they all have to be tested. And then, you know, they've got to be quarantined until the results of the tests are back and all this other garbage. Uh, You can't have your kids until everything is back. okay, And it just could go on and on and on. And And if they have a vaccine, Then, of course, well, then you have they have to be vaccinated and then all of the family has to be back vaccinated. And, you know, what ultimately he came down to say was you better start thinking about homeschooling your kids. And that's what I've been saying all along. You know, with uh, the kids being home all this time since what, March or something, uh, I'm hoping that a lot of parents are realizing just how screwed up the education system is and was becoming and that instead of sending their kids back to school, they will make the changes necessary, uh, and do whatever they can to, um, homeschool their own kids, take care of them from there. Well, I'll tell you what pink Panther, that thing that you post about crazy times drive me nuts. I can't stand looking at it and I can't concentrate. <laughs> oh goodness. But, um, I'm going to have to, there you had to change the posting. So I can't see it, but, uh, that's going to be an interesting situation. So hopefully people will start looking at that possibility and and looking into homeschooling their kids and uh, just keeping them out of that mess, because that is a solid possibility, especially before the election. It'll be one more thing that they can use to just screw things up. And then they'll blame it on Trump because he was pushing, getting kids back to school. (laughs) I guarantee it. So, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen, but it's, you know, this the other side of things, the people that are pushing all this stuff, you can bet that they're just going to keep rolling things out, one thing after another, you know, until the election to do everything they can to just, you know, ruin tran- ju- you know, Trump's chance of getting reelected. And uh, I don't think they'll be successful. I honestly believe Trump's going to win by a landslide, you know, except for the possibility of severe voter fraud. Um, but who knows? But uh, keep an eye on Rappaport, no more fake news.com. He's, he's got some good stuff. He does a lot of good research and he makes a lot of sense. Um, whether he's right or not, who knows? But it's one of those things. You know, the, uh, there's a lot of comparisons here, though. Just like, you know, people use abortion to cover their lack of sexual responsibility, so too now many people are using fear, face masks, lockdowns, school closures, and more as a cover for their lack of physical and health responsibility people have failed to take responsibility for maintaining their immune systems through avoiding the bad foods uh, staying away from sugar and eating good foods supplementing with with at least the minimum of vitamin c d zinc and selenium and getting sunshine and fresh air you know obviously the the 90 essential nutrients is the best way to go and just a little plug um if you're if you were at all thinking about getting uh, trying the 90 essential nutrients, uh, go to my website yourdiyhealth.com and you can uh, purchase today or tomorrow. Um, this is the last couple of days that the 1995 preferred customer fee is being waived. Um, Longevity, about a year and a half ago started a thing where uh, preferred customers who they're called preferred because they get wholesale pricing. Uh, they get the same price that I get as a distributor. Um, they get that as a preferred customer, and there's a $1,995 fee that goes along with it. It's kind of like you know going to Costco or Sam's Club. Um, you get a special price for getting better deals. Uh, the good thing is, if you buy a hundred bucks worth of product uh, in the next 12 months, then next year the the fee is waived. But that fee is waived through the end of July. So you could sign up today or tomorrow. And order, say, a basic 90/90 for 65 bucks or so. That is the all 90 essential nutrients. It's two products: the um, Ultimate Classic, which is a liquid all-in-one. That's what I've been using lately. Um, it's great stuff. I mix an ounce of it in a uh, sports bottle with about 20 ounces of water. It tastes good, and I just sip on it all day long. Uh, but it has the 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids. And then the two essential fatty acids come in the form of uh, ultimate EFAs that uh, come in a separate little bottle. And you take two of those little EFAs a day and uh, an ounce of the liquid, and you're good. You've got 90 essential nutrients that are going to go a long way towards supporting your immune system and keeping it going in the right direction. And um, I highly recommend it. Again, go to the website, Your DIY Health. The link is right there. You can see the home on the home page. Um, It's uh, let me find my there it is, doo, 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 doo. you know. Once you see the products, the first thing is the Healthy Start Pack, then the plant drive Minerals, then Ultimate Selenium, and then the next one is the Basic Mining 90. It's the big tall bottle and the little short bottle, 64.95 plus shipping and tax. In some states, there's no sales tax on the stuff, so you're just paying shipping. And you're saving the 19.95 enrollment fee as a preferred customer if you do it today or tomorrow. Um, an even better package is the one at the top, the Healthy Start Pack. Um, that has about twice as much of the uh, same 90 essential nutrients as the uh, smaller one. So you're getting more, you know, twice as much for the money, but it's about twice the price too. Um, but um, ideally, what would work best is the basic Mining 90, 90, the selenium, and the plant-derived minerals. That would be a perfect package there and you could also do the zinc fx lozenges there which are really cool they're cherry flavored you suck on one of them a day and it gives you the zinc that you need and right now that's a cool thing because even though there's zinc in the uh, ultimate classic this gives you extra which zinc is the key thing for stopping the replication of the uh, covid virus so that's only 12.95 for a bottle that's a month's supply and great great product i i use it all uh, Every cold and flu season, I add that to my list. I don't do it in the summertime, per se, as much, but uh, I still have them in every once in a while. I'll pop one in my mouth. But um, anyway, just go to the, the Your DIY Health the homepage and take a look at that stuff if you want to. Um, today, you know, now is the ideal time. Either today or tomorrow, you can save nineteen ninety five on the enrollment fee, and that gives you a year's worth of purchasing um, at wholesale without having to pay that fee. And if you buy a hundred bucks worth of products in the next 12 months, then the next year that fee is also waived. So uh, it's a great deal. Take advantage of it. A little shameless plug, but I still believe that, you know, Longevity is the only company on the planet that I'm aware of that produces all 90 nutrients in optimal amounts and, and plant derived form so that you're getting what you need to boost your immune system and take care of your health yourself. And that's what people have not done. And that's why we're in the position we're in, because people have, you know, the the standard American diet, which is sad. Um, That's what people eat, all the fried foods, all the, the processed stuff, the nitrates, nitrites, all the things that, you know, number one, cause cancer. And number two, are just plugging up your system and then you're not getting the nutrition, the, the nutrients, vitamins, minerals, amino acids that you need, and how can you possibly expect your immune system to be healthy and able to, you know, stand up against all the crap that's coming at it, of you know, food, water, and air? So people have basically created a perfect environment for this disease and anything else that comes along. And I have. Uh, Sources that are telling me there are already other viruses in the country that are being tracked, that are circulating, and a couple of which are the kind of thing that just love face masks. Imagine that. They do very, very well in warm, moist environments, which is what is created when you wear a face mask. So all these people out here that have drunk the Kool-Aid, that are walking around like sheeple with a mask on their face, they're the ones that are going to get hit and hit hard by the next virus that's coming along in the form, you know, I don't know what it's going to be called. They haven't named it yet, but when it gets bad enough, then they'll name it and they (laughs) will tell people about it. But uh, by then most people, it'll be too late. And that's all the more reason to get the stuff you need now to support your immune system. You know, like I said, uh, the basic 90 90 is the best way to go. Um, Absent that, and this is the thing, if you go to the store and you buy vitamin C, D, zinc, and selenium, you're probably going to spend almost the same as you would for a basic 90-90 for 65 bucks. And the thing is, the stuff you buy in the stores, you don't know what kind of quality it is. You don't know if it's good or not. You know, the stuff that Longevity puts out is all tested. It's, you know, top-notch. It's all plant-derived, and it has a proven track record. You know, I swear by this stuff. I won't go a day without it. Um, my life changed dramatically when I started taking this years ago. And I won't be without it. And it's, you know, we're the only company that has actually taken the products to the FDA and said, analyze this and, tell, and make sure that what's on the label is actually in the package. Nobody else has done that. And there's so little um, regulation of the uh, nutraceutical market The people can literally do, they can do anything they want. They can have an empty bottle, a bottle of filler with nothing in it per se, and they can still market it and people will buy this stuff and it won't do them any good. And that's where I was for years. I would buy products, i buy vitamins and whatnot, take them and never feel any different. But I just thought I was doing myself a good deal and taking care of myself. You had know, that warm, fuzzy feeling of, just because I bought the stuff and I took it that I'm helping myself where in fact if you buy this stuff and you take it you will feel the difference you'll have more energy you'll sleep better uh, things will get better your immune system will work better all that kind of stuff um, it's crazy um, just looking down here scrolling back through and was interesting is 5g touted the next best thing yeah bad news Um freaking me out, freaking me out. Rappaport is one of the best. Yep. Um, If I recall, 4G is to attack the water in the body. 5G is to attack the oxygen. Could be. I know 5G prohibits your body from absorbing oxygen, which is the same, you know, when uh, Wuhan in China was the first city in China that was supposed to be covered every square inch with 5G by the end of October of last year. And there were reports of people just standing around in the streets and just falling over dead because they didn't have, they couldn't absorb oxygen. And that's basically what was going on. That was before the virus supposedly got out. And basically as you know, during this time they've been installing 5g antennas on schools and other places. So guess what? When these kids go back to school, the 5g is going to affect them and they'll be blaming it on COVID. And that's something else that Rappaport mentioned yesterday, and i got to do some check checking on this myself. If you go to the um, CDC website and check for the um, their requirements or, or uh, standards for determining 5G cases, you know, even without a test, if you have a cough and a fever, Or stuffy nose and a cough. Or there's a couple of, you know, several different things. But basically, if you have any one of those things or two, they can diagnose it as COVID without ever doing a test. And uh, that's, you know, cough and fever or chills and fever, chills and cough. That's basically the same as a a flu. But they say, yep, it's 5G. Or not 5G, but (laughs) COVID, it's a Freudian slip. But uh, there's no telling what you're gonna, you know, how they can come up with this thing, even you know, because there is no accurate test. But they don't need it. They can just say you got you got COVID, and officially you do have it. So you know we're just about out of time for this segment. And, yep, There's music. <laughs> All righty, we'll stick with us. We'll be back in five hours.
1: Ella.
5: You must unite what is in citizen.
0: We are
1: TFR Truth Frequency Radio. Your DIY Health Radio,
9: Your DIY Health
0: Radio. Sergeant Jim
1: Ram,
2: if you can call me Sarge. Welcome back to our number two of today's edition of your DIY health here on the truth frequency radio network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram retired. You can call me Sarge. And, uh, we've been talking about the primarily about the doctors that hit New York, uh, Washington DC the other day, uh, with, uh, testimonies and uh, news about the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine primarily with zinc. And uh, occasionally, uh, some of them use z pack or Zithromycin along with it. And, uh, but I've heard uh, I've heard several doctors just using the hydroxychloroquine and zinc and having 100 percent cure rates. So the zithromycin may or may not be necessary. But hey, if they're using it, I personally wouldn't just because what you know doing antibiotics all the time really screws up your system. But uh, there's another segment here I wanted to play. Uh, it's another version, another uh, section from Monday's uh, conference with uh, Stella Emanuel. The uh, fireball from West Africa. And uh, she goes after Fauci, if I'm not mistaken in this one. So here we go.
10: Intended consequences, which the doctors can speak about. Let
3: me say something. My message to Dr. Anthony Fauci is, when is the last time you put a stethoscope on a patient? That when you start seeing patients, like we see on a daily basis, you will understand the frustration that we feel. And you need to start feeling for american people like we the frontline doctors feel I you need to start re- re- realizing that they are listening to you and if they are going to listen to you you got to give them a message of hope you got to give them a message that goes with what you already know that hydroxychloroquine works i
7: actually have a question for uh, dr warrior before, dr emmanuel dr emmanuel uh, you mentioned before some uh, remarkable results that you've had uh, treating your own patients you said i believe over 300 patients that you've yes yes have sir. you
3: been able to publish your findings and results from those we're, patients? we're working on publishing it right now we're working on that but this is what i'll say people like doctors tell me all the time publish the data and my question is and that will make you see patients there's enough data around the world yes my data will come out when that comes out that's great but right now people are dying so my data is not important for you to see patients. I'm saying that to my colleagues out there that talk about data, data, data. if I can ask
4: one more question. May sure. I just interject? There is a lot There's of, a lot of data data out data there. on this. Not every clinician needs to publish their data, data to be yes. taken seriously. The media has not covered it. There is a ton. I've got a compendium on America's americasfrontlinedoctors.com. Yep. There is a compendium of all the studies that work with hydroxychloroquine. Mortality by half in the in the critically ill patients. Mm-hmm. The patients who um, are get it early, it's been estimated that one half to three quarters of those patients wouldn't be dead. We're talking seventy thousand to 105, uh, 70 to one hundred thousand patients would still be alive
3: if, if we had it. followed
4: this policy. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of published data. I'm sorry, it with Dr. Out Rich, there.
3: Dr. Rich published data recently, so there's a lot of data out there. They don't need mine to make those decisions.
7: If I can ask one more question. Yeah. There was a little girl who just a few days ago was nine years old, otherwise healthy, and it was reported that she died of COVID nineteen. So I was curious, as from your perspective, do
3: you feel that this little girl possibly died from some other condition that was wrongly attributed to COVID nineteen? Or is there some other reason why she would have died to COVID-19? I will not I will not be able to say that till I look at the little girl's literature little girl's um history and whatever happened. I know I've taken care of a lot of family members and I and I see a lot of children and they usually get mild symptoms, but I cannot talk about a case that I've not looked at. What
7: was the age of the child again? She was nine years old. Okay. So, listen, there are children who are dying of this infection. And the reality is that when they do die, they seem to have comorbidities. Really, you have to kind of look at each individual uh, case uniquely. There have been a little over 30 patients in the entire country in the age category of 15 and below who have died of covid Frequently, they do have comor- comorbidities like heart disease. They have asthma. They have other pulmonary issues. So I, I don't know. We don't know the answer to this nine-year-old girl, tragically. She passed, and she's no longer with us. But um, <clears throat> there is probably, if you dig into it, there's probably a story behind it. Dr.
10: Hamilton, have you seen any patients who are having adverse side effects because schools have been closed with depression or suicide? Uh,
7: I mean, I, I think that is it is common knowledge that the with the schools not uh, not being open. When you think about what your experience in junior high and high school, what do you think about? You think about parties and you think about football games, socializing. Those are the things we think about. Those are all being shut down, folks. Nobody is nobody's having fun anymore. And I, I will tell you that these are critical years of life to be out mixing with other kids, other people, and that has been shut down. So yes, there are lots of comorbidities uh, that go along with Shutting down. We're talking about anxiety, we're talking about depression, loneliness, uh, abuse is happening, uh, and kids who have particular uh, children who have special needs kids are not doing well either. So there is a long list of complications that occur when you quarantine and lock down people.
2: Um, I'm going to play some from the uh, Tuesday conference. And again, this is one where, um, since everything was, you know, scrapped or taken down by <laughs> uh, big tech on Monday, they said, "Well, we'll just come back. We'll just keep doing it. We'll keep having more and more of these conferences and telling people what's going on." And um, so, this is the same group of doctors, uh, different ones speaking. Um, uh, the the one who you're going to hear first is Doctor um, uh, Doctor Gold who is one of the people who, she's the one that has the website AmericanFrontlineDoctors.com, which magically also got shut down. She had all kinds of information that they keep referring to on that site, but uh, apparently it's one where they may have used like a a GoDaddy or one of these uh, hosting services that is probably doing the same kind of thing that Facebook and YouTube and Google are doing where, If it violates their community standards, they'll shut it down. It sounds like that's kind of what happened, so they're probably going to have to take all that data and put it on a new server somewhere that's not as uh, politically correct before they can get it all back up. So, uh, if you go to that AmericanFrontlineDoctors.com right now, you won't be able. It'll say the site's expired or something like that, and user login or some kind of thing. I just went there uh, to try and check it. And uh, it would appear that um, it may be some time before they can get that site back up because they're being attacked from all directions, which tells me they're telling the truth. You know, of course, yesterday, Zuckerberg was uh, being questioned and uh, was asked about these things being taken down. And, of course, they say, well, we feel that, um, you know, the medical community has said otherwise, and uh, this may be. Uh, something dangerous to the health of Americans, so we felt it necessary to take it down. You know, the First Amendment doesn't apply. You know, individual liberties don't apply. You know, if, if something like this happened even 20 years ago, there would be outcry like crazy. Or they would say, well, we just can't do that. We're You know, it's not our business. You know, people have a right to post whatever they want, and then the viewer can decide whether they want to give any credence to it or not. And that's the way it should be. You know, the old Patrick Henry thing. I may not agree with what you have to say, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. And, of course, Zuckerberg and company won't do that because that, again, violates their uh, agenda of control and making sure that people only hear what they're supposed to hear. And anything else, because they have such monopoly on social media now, anything else can be shut down and that'll be the end of it. So let's, uh, let's listen to this next clip here.
4: Started on this journey, again, as a board-certified emergency physician, that I was very distressed that my patients in front of me, they weren't, I wasn't being allowed to give them a prescription medicine that's safe, FDA-approved for 65 years. I want to correct my, uh, my, my colleague, Jenny Beth, who's not a doctor, hydroxychloroquine is a derivative of quinine, right, which George Washington used in the Revolutionary War. We find it in tree barks. This is not a controversial drug. Anybody sitting at a computer now can go and Google hydroxychloroquine and they'll find that before 2020, there was really no controversy about this drug whatsoever. This is a made up controversy, it's a myth. We are finally coming forward at great personal and professional cost to ourselves. We're tired of seeing patients die in front of us and we're even more upset to see the spider web of fear that is enveloping the American public. When there's a treatment, there's a cure, a cure. People have been afraid to say that. But what else do you call it if you give somebody the medication early and it aborts the disease process, right? So COVID-19 is really two different diseases. There's early and there's late. Early COVID-19 can be cured if you take hydroxychloroquine and zinc early. That's the story. There's lots of data. When my website's up, you'll be able to see it. It's all there. And we are also, We're coming after you, big tech. We're coming after you. We won't be silenced. The First Amendment is first for a reason, okay? You won't silence. If we come back every day, we'll come back every day. There's thousands of us. And by the way, the tide of evidence for hydroxychloroquine being safe and the solution for Americans, it's a tsunami. Nobody can stop it. Google can't stop it. YouTube can't stop it. We use it all over the world. It's over-the-counter. Americans need to demand access to hydroxychloroquine. They can shrug off the spider web of fear. We can go back to being Americans. I'm going to ask my colleague James Todaro to say a few words. Thank you.
9: Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. James Todaro. With all this censorship going on, I think what is the most interesting, one of the most interesting parts of this is that hydroxychloroquine is still actually a prescription medication. So what those social media platforms, what Squarespace, Squarespace who took down our website is saying, not that they don't trust us as doctors, they don't trust doctors around the entire country to prescribe this medication. Doctors need to rise up, okay? Doctors need to rise up and say, I know my patients, I know how to read literature, I can determine which studies are true and which are entirely fabricated, as in a study published in the second most prestigious medical journal in the world, The Lancet, a, a fabricated study that was retracted. The, uh, the EUA for the use of hydroxychloroquine was withdrawn about 11 days after that study was determined to be false, and is likely that decision to withdraw that was based on the fabricated data that hydroxychloroquine is dangerous, or even some of the uh, studies that are very flawed that show it to be harmful. Thank you.
10: Dr. Taryn Clark now. She is a neurologist in Southern California.
5: Hi. As we're discussing that websites are getting taken down and our posts are getting taken down, I think one site that won't get taken down is the seat, I was just going to talk about the CDC. So uh, one site that won't get taken down is the CDC site. And so if you will go on the CDC site uh, for hydroxychloroquine, you will see an information page about prophylaxis for malaria. And the mechanism of action in this disease is very similar. So if you will refer and see how safe the CDC says this medication is for prophylaxis at low doses, it we have a national stockpile of 63 million doses still, and we have not had a shortage of this medication. Uh, Doctors do prescribe off-label for other indications, although there is also a petition currently at the FDA to uh, put this on-label for COVID treatment. So, no matter if our posts come down, no matter if our videos come down, please go to the CDC.gov website and search malaria hydroxychloroquine, and you will see much information from the CDC about this medication. Thank you.
11: I'm Dr. Richard Urso. I'm really happy to be here today. I've been doing this since uh, early part of the year. And I knew at that time that the drug worked because it worked all the way back in 2005 for SARS. And we cannot let our patients die without treatment, right? And that's the major thing that's happened. We've been told to hide in our houses, wear a mask, and wait for a vaccine. That's not a strategy. We have a strategy. And I'm going to give you a little perspective, OK? The drug has been shown in endemic areas where they use it all the time. There's no COVID, almost zero. In studies where it was prophylaxed in India, where they did studies in Italy, in Portugal, Nigeria, where it was used for prophylaxis, the reduction in in cases is about 80%. Who's the number one person for infectious disease in the world? And has he weighed in on this? He has. His name's Didier Raul. He's treated 4,000 people with this drug and have fabulous results. Hydroxychloroquine works. Withholding it from patients is shameful. We're here to bring you that news. Hydroxychloroquine works.
3: Um, I'm Dr. Stella Emanuel. I'm a pediatrician and an emergency room physician, Houston, Texas. I come from a different perspective. I'm, I'm from Cameroon originally, and I went to medical school in Nigeria. We took hydroxychloroquine, we took camoquin, flavoquin, and all the queens. So I'm kind of used to these medications. So when they started saying it was not work, it was dangerous, I was like, what? Because we give it to babies, pregnant women, elderly people, everybody takes it. Hydroxychloroquine works. I have treated over 350 patients, asthmatics, diabetics, old people, 92-year-olds, 70-something-year-olds, 80-something-year-olds, we have not had one death. America, you don't need to be afraid. COVID has a cure. You don't need to be afraid. COVID has prevention. If they put everybody on hydroxychloroquine right now, for those with early disease, early disease, and those that want to get prevention, I'm telling you, we will stop COVID in its tracks in 30 days. I say that, and I can back that up. And for all of you that are attacking us and telling us that we don't exist, why don't you just look me up? Take tax medical board. Look us, every one of us. We're physicians. You can find us. We're not hiding. We're right here. Thank you. Thank you. And now, Dr. Scott Barber from Atlanta.
0: I would just like to say I'm here because I have been uh, on the front lines of this pandemic since day one. I have a large practice with lots of patients and staff to be concerned about. We've been able to stay open the entire time by following uh, simple guidelines. We do a lot of hand washing. We keep our place clean. uh, And when patients test positive, we test. We find out who's sick. We give them hydroxychloroquine and we haven't had a single incident. This medication is safe. As a doctor, I've been trying to educate myself throughout this pandemic about the best ways to serve my patients. And when the Lancet and New England Journal of Medicine published papers that were predicated on false stories, fake made up um, data and had to retract those studies two weeks later, I knew that something was rotten in the state of Denmark. It is important that people realize there is a concerted effort to keep the safety and efficacy of hydroxychloroquine away from the American people. And we need to speak up. All of us do. Thank you.
7: I'm Dr. Calderwood from uh, Huntsville, Alabama. I'm a family physician and and also boarded in ER medicine, uh, or previously boarded. The only way you, as the American people, will get this drug is if you demand it. You're going to have to write to your your congressman, your um, governors, tweet President Trump. You have got to demand it. If you demand it, you will get it, and you can save your life.
0: and many others do it
4: i thank thank you so much yes let's do that let's all tweet the president demand hydroxychloroquine what is it, what is our hashtag um,
10: hydroxychloroquine works hashtag
4: hydroxychloroquine works right to the president thank you let,
10: let me you did say, I say was,
4: properly
10: one one last thing H- um H-C- H-C-Q, 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 hcq is the abbreviation for the drug hydroxychloroquine make it hcq for the hashtag H-C-Q. Um, I, I want one more person to speak who is not an expert on hydroxychloroquine. I'm a mom. I testified before, or I spoke at President Trump's roundtable about schools reopening. And a lot of people around the country asked me, well, what about teachers what about adults? And that's part of why I went back to the doctors and I said, what can we do? Because I wanna make sure that adults are safe. And and that's part of why we are here right now. And they talked about that. So again, I urge you to talk to your own doctor, but I want, I would like Dr. Mart McDonald to come up as well and talk about what the lockdowns and the fear are doing to patients around the country. And also a little tiny bit about the harm that it's doing, not related to COVID but to people's health so i'd like you just to hear that to understand this is more than just about covid it's about all of a person's medical health
8: i'm dr mark mcdonald i'm a child psychiatrist in los angeles california i'm here today because my patients are scared i'm here today because the american people are scared they're being told that staying at home staying in their basements putting on a hazmat suit and jumping in front of traffic as they pass by people on the street is going to keep them safe. That is not a strategy, a strategy. It is a tragedy and it is not gonna keep them safe. My patients have worsened in their emotional condition without exception since March. Bedwetting, self-harm behavior, depression, anxiety, even suicide has increased dramatically since we shut the country down. And during that time, not a single child in the state of California has died of coronavirus. You can verify that on the CDC website. During that time, not a single adult has been infected through transmission of coronavirus from a child. In addition, the schools which had been closed for three, four, five months in this country have all reopened throughout the rest of the world, many, many places successfully without any significant rise in illness or death and no transmission between students and teachers this has been reported in very reputable journals throughout europe as recently as 10 days ago we need a strategy to end the fear because fear is what is keeping us from ending this pandemic at this point it is not a medical crisis it is an emotional crisis but people are so afraid they're grasping at straws to find anything Anything at all that will give them a sense of peace and comfort. Well, we have that now, and it's not just a feeling. It's actually medically proven to be safe and effective, effective, which is the hydroxychloroquine, which we've all been talking about in the last 24 hours. If we can release this and get this to the American people, the fear will end. Our children will be safer. They will get back to school. Their parents will get back to work, and our country will be back on its feet. We need to do this now. Take charge of yourselves, individuals. Don't leave it up to the leadership, the politicians, the media, the special interest groups to make those decisions for you. Make the decisions on your own. Talk to your doctors. Talk to your congressmen, your senators. Follow what Mary Beth advised you to do. Look this up. Speak out. Take back your freedom. Stop living in fear.
2: Thank you. Okay. Um, Again, we have to realize that the reason all these people are having these problems is because they have allowed their bodies to break down through not proper, you know, just like if you don't take care of your car, if you don't put uh change the oil from time to time and, uh, put, put good gas in it and maintain it pretty soon. That car is going to break down before it should, you know, a car is designed to go, you know, a couple hundred thousand miles, but depending on how it's maintained, it may not make it to a hundred. Um, Your body's the same way. You have to take care of it. You have to not put garbage in or you're going to get garbage out. Um, Stay away from the bad foods. And all the information's on my website. Go to yourdiyhealth.com. Click on the Trinity of Health tab. The first thing is good food, bad food list. That's the first thing you want to do is get off those bad foods. Uh, There's a list there that you can download free of charge. And there's a video there by Dr. Peter Glidden explaining why those foods are killing people. And then... Number two, nutrition. You know, and I would add also, in, when it comes to the immune system, cutting out all the sugar. You know, the beginning, the beginning of the 20th century, the average American was eating half a pound of sugar a year. The beginning of the 21st century, the average American was eating half a pound of sugar a day. You know, sugar's not the antichrist. You couldn't bat an eye without sugar. It's not sugar. It's how much we are consuming. Way more than we should be. And when you consume sugar on a daily basis, that knocks your immune system out. So avoid that stuff. And the best way to do that is to avoid processed foods that is loaded with sugar. But cut out the sugar, cut out the bad foods, then give your body the 90 essential nutrients and optimal amounts for your body weight preferably. But at the very least, you know, one basic 90 90 or healthy start pack per month And that will give you the stuff that you need to maintain healthy cells. And again, your cells are where everything takes place. If the cells aren't healthy, that's when you start developing cancers. That's when uh, the uh, cellular respiration isn't taking place. The good stuff isn't getting in. The bad stuff isn't getting out. And you develop problems. And, you know, there's big uh, arguments back and forth about whether viruses are real or whether they're exosomes. The bottom line is, if you take care of your cells and give them the things they need, it doesn't matter. You know, they're both theories. Neither has been proven. And personally, I don't care one way or the other. It's just like the theory on disease transmission. There's one theory that thinks that, you know, you're okay until a bug lands on you. And if that bug lands on you, you're going to get sick. And then there's the other theory that says there's you're, we're swimming in a sea of pathogens and if your immune system is good, then it doesn't make any difference. It can fight them off. But if your immune system's bad, you're going to get sick. You know, I, I personally subscribe to that one. But, you know, when it comes to the, you know, virus versus exosome, viruses, if they exist, are so small you can't see them. Exosomes, I'm sure, are the same way. You know, the it's, it's a byproduct of cellular respiration that's taken out the trash, basically. And the fact remains if you just take care of your body it doesn't make any difference whether the exosome theory is right or the virus theory is right your body will take care of itself it's just like the flat earth thing you know it makes no difference to me whether the earth is flat or round because i can't change it so i don't waste time arguing about it you know it is what it is and i don't know that there's any reason to question it people just want to do it that's fine you know spend your time doing that but I prefer to spend my time figuring out how I can do the best thing to take care of my body so that I don't have to worry. But the the problem he runs into is you've got two kinds of people out there. People that have taken care of their bodies and people that haven't. And unfortunately, people that haven't are the vast majority. And because they're the ones that are out there, they're the ones going to the doctors all the time, they're the ones that are sick all the time. They're the ones that get the most play on the media and everything else, and we get stuck being drugged along with what they have to put up. So I knew the music was going to start right about there. So stick with us. We'll be three minutes back. we we'll, uh, finish up the last second of today's edition, so we stick with us. We'll be right back.
6: Real People, Real Radio.
5: Initiating the Truth Frequency.
6: This is Truth Frequency Radio.
2: Welcome back to the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. And um, one of the things I want to stress, and this is why Dr. Wallach's research is so important and why his products that he formulated are so uh, functional, is because he realized early on that there were 90 essential nutrients, 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and 2 essential fatty acids, That every vertebrate needs, whether you're a goldfish, an elephant or a human being, you need to get those down the hatch every single day. And they're called essential because your body needs them and the body cannot make them. Two thirds of the 90 are minerals and minerals are interesting things because they work just fine on their own. However, vitamins cannot say the same thing. Vitamins must have mineral cofactors in order to work. And this is one of the reasons why you'll see a lot of things out there, like studies out of China, where they have been doing IV vitamin C to um, take care of COVID patients. And a lot of places out there, even uh, Linus Pauling, the only person ever to have two unshared uh, Nobel Prizes in medicine, uh, was a big fan of large dose vitamin C because he hadn't made the connection between vitamins and mineral cofactors. The reason they require these massive doses, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 grams per day of vitamin C to get the job done is because the people are not being given the mineral cofactors to go along with it. And in many cases, the people don't have those minerals, so they have to use tons and tons of vitamins to kick the door in, so to speak, to get the job done. Where Dr. Wallach's wisdom and research shows That if you have the right mineral cofactors, then you can do a standard dose of vitamin C, and it will do the job just fine. You don't need the mega doses. Now, if you want to do a little extra just for fun, go ahead. Um, I have extra vitamin C that I take on a on a daily basis, um, just for the fun of it. You know, it's not going to hurt me, and I figure a little bit might help. But you know, if you're Financially strapped, I would say that you'd be doing just fine with just the basic 90-90 or the Healthy Start Pack. You're going to get a good dose of vitamin C, and you're going to get the minerals that make the vitamin C work. They're the key to the lock, you know. Uh, So keep that in mind. And that's one of the reasons I recommend the Longevity products, because they are formulated so that everything in that bottle works with everything else in that bottle. They're all formulated to give you a synergistic effect so that they all work. You know, when you go to the health food store, the grocery store, whatnot, and you buy stuff off the shelf, many times you're getting things from different manufacturers. A, you don't know what quality they are. A lot of vitamin C in this day and age comes from, guess where? China. And if you're taking Chinese nutrients, shame on you. You know, our stuff is not from China. It's all uh, naturally sourced. Every batch is tested, uh, beginning and end, before it's allowed to go on the shelf for sale. And if anything doesn't make the cut, it goes back and it's, they start from scratch. So you're better off using something like like. And again, you know, when you buy a, a basic mining 90, ninety for sixty five bucks, you're getting all ninety essential nutrients. You go to the grocery store or the or the health self food store or wherever, and you buy yourself a. Um, Uh, Whatchamacallit, Um, I made the mistake of glancing in the chat room and threw my concentration off. Um, If you basically, you know, you go to the health food store or whatnot, you buy, you know, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc and selenium. Just four things. That's four out of 90. So you're 86 short and you're probably going to pay anywhere from a third to a half. Of what you're paying for a basic mining ninety for sixty-five bucks, you know. And we've, if you look at the on my website on the bottom of the home page, you'll see a comparison there, where one of our distributors went to GNC and just trying to match label for label what's in a healthy start pack for one hundred and twenty-nine dollars, and in order to get just again label for label at GNC it was three hundred and seventy-five bucks. And that's, made, that's label for label. It doesn't have anything to do with what you're actually going to absorb because the, young, the longevity products are 95 to 98% absorbable. Most of the other things out there aren't anywhere close to that. So in order to get absorbability, you're looking, you know, probably a couple thousand dollars to get what you get in a $129 healthy start pack. That's why when you go to these other places and you buy those things, you never feel any different. Because you're not getting enough to absorb any to make a difference. Um, didn't Doc Wallach say that all disease is caused by deficiency of vitamin and minerals? Yeah, he said that, and so did um, uh, Pauling. Um, I think it was Linus Pauling that said that you can trace every every disease to a mineral deficiency, uh, which was really interesting because you know for him to say that but not link the difference between you know the connection between vitamins and minerals <laughs> is kind of kind of funny. Um, you know, just planting some seeds. Tend to listen to people I agree with or make sense to me. When I learned of exosome theory, listened to the doctors talking about exosomes and what exosomes are, it resonated with me. Also is my way of fighting the good fight. Amen. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. That's excellent. Um, I just, uh, at this point, I haven't had the time to really track down these guys and really dig into it. And again, it's because to me, it really doesn't make any difference. The whether it's exosomes, whether it's viruses, I have found that if I give my body the stuff that it needs to stay healthy, then it doesn't make any difference what it is because my body can deal with it. So that's that's the way I look at it. Um, my time is limited, so I have to make the best use I can, and that's why again, that's why I don't worry about um, you know the flat Earth versus round Earth or uh, the pre-tribulation versus post-tribulation rapture and that kind of stuff. It is what it is. It's going to happen when it happens. Uh, you know, if, if it doesn't make any difference, what I believe in, um, when it happens, it happens, you know, and I can't change it. So, you know, it's, that's, that's the thing there. Um, you know, if I really had the time to dig into it just for, it would be interesting to, you know, look at it all. But again, I don't know that it would make all that much difference in the end, uh, how things play out. But what I did want to do here before we run out of time is I have another um uh I think it's Dave Hodges is uh, I can't see the name of the thing but basically uh this guy is reading a uh, decision by a judge I think it was in Atlanta I'm not positive I think mean, you can mention it but basically it was a case where people started uh, questioning and filing against these uh, all these draconian measures um that have been going on, and basically it's a federal judge that has said they can't do that stuff. So it's only a couple of minutes long. We'll listen to this, and we'll go on from there.
6: U.S. District Court Judge James C. Deaver heard arguments on Friday from a group of plaintiffs who challenged Cooper's authority to restrict religious activities. Saturday, the judge said the plaintiffs are, quote, Likely to succeed on the merits of their free exercise claim concerning the Assembly for Religious Worship provisions in Executive Order 138, that they will suffer irreparable harm absent a temporary restraining order, that the equities tip in their favor, and that a temporary restraining order is in the public interest. The judge went on to say, hello, may I have a big drum roll right now, please? Give me one at home. Thank you very much. Judge Deaver said, and I quote, this is not Dave Hodges saying this in late March. Judge Deaver said yesterday on Saturday, July the 24th, there is no pandemic exception to the Constitution of the United States or the Free Exercise Clause of the First Amendment. I'm gonna read this again, because let this go forth is a judicial proclamation that these people who are letting casinos be open while closing down your neighborhood gym are breaking the law. The judge said, again, Judge Deaver, federal district court judge, There is no pandemic exception to the Constitution of the United States or the free exercise clause of the First Amendment. Are you listening, Governor Doug Ducey? Are you listening, Newsom, who still has his winery open while all the others are closed? How about you, Cuomo? How about you, Mayor Lightfoot? How about you, Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego, that like everything shut down and have people hide under their bed? How about all of you Democrats? Deuce, he's not a Democrat, but he is philosophically. Enough is enough is enough. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, to exercise good common sense. You don't expose elderly people to toxins. Yes, wearing a face mask around them may be okay. We can debate that medically later. But right now, when you're walking through the par- parking lot of Walmart, and you have your face mask not covering your nose, and a cop comes up and writes you a ticket, it's time to say no. And then while the guy was filming, the cop said, turn it off. You don't have to. Cops have no expectation of privacy in public, and the courts have upheld this. When they do these things that are wrong, film them every time. And you're saying, Dave, I thought you supported the cops. I do. When they're enforcing the laws as they're written, When they make up their own laws so they can go out and satisfy their bosses that they're writing lots of tickets and generating revenue from lost income they're not getting from citizens due to the lockdowns, I'm not going to support that. We did a podcast the other day, cops hiding in every bush. It's kind of like Yamamoto said, we can't invade America. There'll be America behind every blade of grass with a gun. Well, right now, there's a cop behind every blade of grass with a radar gun. They're trying to make up for lost revenue. They're abusing their authority. They're breaking the law. They're breaking the spirit of the law. And governors are breaking the law when they enforce these lockdowns. We are a lawless society right now. Lawless. Have you seen that commercial for President Trump? I'm sorry. 911 operators cannot answer right now as this thug is breaking into this elderly lady's home and you end up seeing her her phone on the floor. Uh, You think that's far-fetched? You think that's drama theater? Think again. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Please share this far and wide.
2: Uh, give us a thumbs up, a like. Okay, and going right along with that, I've read this before, but it's a good time to do it. Uh, this is from the uh, American Jurisprudence Second Edition, uh, Volume or uh, Volume 16, Section 195, Generally. The general rule is that an unconstitutional statute, whether federal or state, though having the form and name of law, is in reality no law, but is wholly void and ineffective for any purpose since unconstitutionality dates from the time of its enactment and not merely from the date of the decision so branding it. An unconstitutional law in legal contemplation is as inoperative as if it it had never been passed and never existed, that is, it it is void ab initio, or from the very beginning. Such a statute leaves the question that it purports to settle just as it would be had the statute not been enacted. Since an unconstitutional law is void, it follows that generally the statute imposes no duties, confers no rights, creates no office or liabilities, bestows no power or authority on anyone, affords no protection, is incapable of creating any rights or obligations, does not allow for the granting of any relief, and justifies no acts performed under it. Once a statute is determined to be unconstitutional, no private citizen or division of any state may take any further action pursuant to its provisions. A contract that rests on an unconstitutional statute creates no obligation to be impaired by subsequent legislation. No one is bound to obey an unconstitutional law, and no courts are bound to enforce it. A law contrary to the United States Constitution may not be enforced. Once a statute has been declared unconstitutional, courts therefore have no jurisdiction over elect or alleged violations. Persons convicted and fined under a substitute sta- uh, a statute sub- subsequently held unconstitutional may recover fees paid. So... Basically, in a nutshell, and it goes right along with Marbury versus Madison, which was uh, determined, I think, it was 19 or 1895, I believe. An unconstitutional law is null and void on its face. and doesn't have to be followed. So we don't have to wait. And that's why the um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, man, I can never remember when I want to <laughs> throw talked about it a lot. Um But anyway, um, oh, goodness gracious. Anyway, if, if you are able to realize, you know, what's in the Constitution, you can see on its face that all these things that are being put out here have no force and effect of law. And as such, we have no duty to follow them. We actually have a duty not to follow them. And it's our job to stand up and say no. And that's the problem that we have today. Number one, people are so ignorant of the Constitution. They don't know what the supreme law of the land is. And they just go along with whatever the people in you know, the offices say. And that's insane. You know, they're the ones that's the, the useless eaters, the, the goofy people like that. Ah, civil disobedience, that's the term I was thinking of. <laughs> anyway, to lose the, these people out here, all the Kool-Aid drinking, mask wearing, generally dumb public, they don't have a clue what's going on they don't realize that they don't have to do this because the law says not to and they're just scared and they honestly believe that they are protecting themselves and their neighbors they're trying to be you know virtue signaling and and doing what they think is right even though what they what they think is right is actually wrong and um and it's going to be actually you know crazy uh, as time rolls on because the people are so uh, ignorant of the truth, and uh, I, again, I blame it all on the public school system. I think uh, public schools should be should be shut down, and defunded as a failed public you know, program. Um, the only thing they've been good at is screwing up the last couple generations of, of people. That's why we've got all these idiots out there, um, rioting like crazy, burning things down, tearing stuff up, shooting people, killing people. You know, you know, stretching bodies across you know, highways and then having hissy fits when somebody runs over them with their four-wheeler. <laughs> well, I got news for you. You get in front of me, you're going to get that run-down feeling and all the Geritol in the world ain't going to fix it. Um, shame on you if you're stupid enough to play in traffic. You know, Mama told me about that when I was a little kid. But the bottom line is you've got to um, educate yourself because the schools ain't going to do it. And you have to be able to realize, you, need, you know, if you haven't already, you need to read the U.S. Constitution and your state constitution. And you have to have the, the brain cells necessary to rub together to, to realize what these documents are saying. And you also have to realize that these documents do not equate or do not uh, bestow rights upon anyone. Rights come from Almighty God. They, you're born with them. And they pre-existed the adoption of written constitutions. And they will be here when the constitutions are no longer around. That's why I've said over time, is that go ahead and you know repeal the Second Amendment. A, you can't do it. But B, even if you could, the right that it guarantees is still there. And it's still mine, and I will still exercise it. And any law out there that violates the Second Amendment, or any constitutional amendment for that matter, is null and void on its face and doesn't have to be followed. I don't worry about gun control laws. I don't worry about concealed carry laws. They're all unconstitutional. I have a right given by God to protect myself and to possess and carry the means that I need to use to protect myself. And in my age, I'm too old to run. I'm too old to die. I'm too old to take a a butt whooping. I'll just shoot you and be done with it. Simple as that. And, uh, i have the right to possess the means to do that and so does everyone else and the thing is you know thank goodness i saw that the uh, the couple um in st louis that were being charged with, by the idiot uh, local prosecutor uh, the state um uh, attorney general dismissed the charges you <laughs> nope, he slapped that bimbo upside the head but um they were well within their rights to do what they did uh, maybe the way they did it might have been the smartest and the greatest, but they were within their rights to do it. And there was no way they should have been charged. Thank goodness the state government realized it in this case and took took steps to alleviate alleviate that problem. But, um, you know, all these draconian measures, the lockdowns, the business closures, the face mask crap, and now Fauci is saying, oh, now we have to have goggles or face shields too. Well, screw you, you little Ferengi. Um, I don't wear face mask and I'm not wearing that other crap either because I take care of my immune system. I give my body the stuff that it needs. I avoid the bad stuff and I am healthy. Most people that get these diseases, they are not healthy. They haven't been healthy. You have never been healthy in your entire life. If you have not been using the 90 essential nutrients, you cannot be healthy because your body doesn't have what it needs to stay healthy. You are only symptom-free. There is a major difference between those two things. A healthy person can withstand being subjected to COVID-19, coronavirus, AIDS, SARS, Ebola, you know, MRSA, C. diff. If you're healthy and you're exposed to that junk, it's not going to make a difference. But if you're just symptom-free and you're exposed to those things, you're going to get sick. You're going to start having symptomology, and you may die. So give your body the stuff that it needs, the 90 essential nutrients, the 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, two essential fatty acids, and you'll get a whole lot better down the road. But that's the problem is most people haven't done that because they've listened to the medical community, the American Murder Association, and most of the MDs out there. You know, as much as I like the fact that these MDs are coming to D.C. and pushing hydroxychloroquine, that's great. If they were really doing their cutting their uh, you know, clients' or patients' uh, real service, they would learn about uh, nutrition and the part that it plays in supporting a healthy immune system. You have these guys who say, you need to support your immune system, but they won't tell you how to do it because they haven't got a clue. And that's the whole thing. You know, they're taking hydroxychloroquine as a prophylaxis. In other words, to prevent getting the disease themselves. What they should be doing is giving their bodies the 90 nutrients and vitamin C and zinc and selenium and vitamin D. If you were doing that stuff, you wouldn't need the hydroxychloroquine. I haven't had the flu in over 50 years. I don't get colds. I don't get any of that junk. And... Because I must be doing something right. And like I said, if I was to come down with something, I sure as heck wouldn't go to an MD for it. I would figure it out on my own and take care of it, which I always have. And it's always worked, you know, and I have colloidal silver on hand. I have uh, chlorine dioxide or MS, MSM or MMS um, and other things. Ozone. I got an ozone generator that I can bubble through my water when I mix up my uh, drink in the morning Uh, I can run the thing in in the kitchen and it cleans the counters and all that kind of stuff. There are so many different things. I keep um, uh, oil of oregano on hand. I have all kinds of essential oils, uh, different things that will help for different things, you know, and books that tell me how to use them if I need to. Uh, I have homeopathic remedies. Uh, there been a lot of studies on my website. You'll find a link to Dr. Glidden's uh, Shedding the Light on Coronavirus or Shining the Light on Coronavirus where they talk about homeopathic prophylaxis. India, Brazil, and Cuba have all done studies um, funded by the countries and basically run by the MDs in that country and using prophylaxis, uh, basically very, very inexpensive homeopathic remedies for flu instead of giving flu shots. And in Cuba, they did like 90, 95 or 99 percent of the population was given a couple of these little uh, homeopathic pellets twice a week or something for a couple of weeks. And they have virtually zero cases of flu, something like that. But they cover it in this uh, video. It's two hours and 45 minutes long and it's free. The link is on my website. You can watch it. And I encourage you to share it with other people. Find out the truth. But uh, there's so much information out there beyond the allopathic realm that will give you so much more to do so much better job taking care of your body than allopathic medicine could ever do. And nutrition is the key. That's what your body's designed to run on. Don't waste time with all this other crap. Just give it what it's designed to run on. Just like, you know, you know, it, it would be like if there were only a small peop, group of people out there that knew that cars ra- actually ran on gasoline. And then you had all these other idiots out there saying, well, you need to put uh, hydroxychloroquine or you need to put meth you know, method, chloro- uh, methylhydrogl- uh, thiazide or, you know, any, you know, drugs or, you know, instead of putting oil in your car, just put a, a pile of dirt from Texas because, you know, Texas dirt's got to have oil in it, you know? Do the right thing. Give your car what it needs and it'll run better. Give your body what it needs and it will run better. That's the key. And yeah, watch out for the Gestapo will come to your door and confiscate all your remedies. Now, by that point, I won't need them because I'll be dead. And so a lot of them. (laughs) Simple as that. Um, Actually, thanks to Dr. Wallach and a couple other people, they can't outlaw nutrition. We had back in the early, I think it was the nineties. They passed the Deshaies Act. Um, Dietary uh, Dietary Supplement and Health Education Act, and I think is what it stands for. And Dr. Wallach was one, uh, he's the only person that's still alive that was involved in it that I'm aware of. But it basically made it impossible for them to ever outlaw nutritional supplements. So we got that kind of covered at this point. Um, You know, anything's possible, but uh, we've taken steps to basically deal with that. And that's why they've wanted to do the... um, uh, what's it called? Thing that passed over in Europe, and um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it really restricted what you could get as far as nutritional supplements in the EU. But they can't do that here because of the shade. So that's a good thing. Uh, we are out of time, so uh, join me in an hour. We'll talk about the website, and we'll there see next week.